Welcome to the anointed and transformational teaching ministry of Pastor Wale Akinshiku, Senior Pastor of House of Praise Mississauga, Canada, a parish of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. It is our prayer that as you listen to this message, that you will be empowered to achieve your dreams and fulfill your destiny. God bless you as you listen. So this morning, uh, we are going to be looking at Holy Spirit and Higher Grounds. Holy Spirit and Higher Grounds. For some time now, our pastor has been taking us on this wonderful topic, you know, deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit. And this morning, we're going to go the same line. And that is why this morning, we're going to be looking at Holy Spirit and Higher Grounds. Our main text is taken from the book of, we're going to have two texts. One is Daniel chapter 6, verse 1 to 3, and the second one is going to be Genesis chapter 41 from 37 to 44. I'm going to read the first text, which is Daniel chapter 6 from 1 to 3. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 6, verse 1 to 3, say, it pleased Dairos to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And over this, three governors of whom Daniel was one of the satraps, that might give account to them, so that the king will not suffer, we suffer no loss. Next one. Then, that is where, verse 3, it says, this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. You know, and the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. One thing that I want you to notice that is that this Daniel distinguished himself. Why? Because an excellent spirit was found in him. Praise the Lord. Let's quickly look at the second text today, uh, Genesis chapter 41. Genesis chapter 41, and from verse 37 to 30, 44, the Bible says, So the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Now, this is the story of Joseph. He said, Can we find such one as this? A man in whom is the Spirit of God. I want you to know that word. A man in whom is the Spirit of God. The Bible says, Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne, Will I be greater than you? Verse 41. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand. And he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around him, around his neck. 43. And he had him ride in the second chariot. Wow, which he had, and they cried out before him, bow the knee. So he set him over all the land of Egypt. Verse 44, Pharaoh also said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent, no man may lift his hand or foot in the land of Egypt. Father, we thank you once again for your word. 
Holy Spirit, we are asking this morning that you will give us revelation, insight into your word this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Brethren, like I mentioned, our, our topic for today is Holy Spirit and higher grounds. I'm just quickly going to give us what do we mean by higher grounds. Higher ground is an elevated place. A place of great influence. A place above the average. A place above mediocrity. A place above the normal, the usual. It's a place of changed status. A place where breakthroughs and success become normal on a regular basis. Praise the Lord. It's a place of strength. It's a place where all your distractors will become a stepping stone to your destiny. Say amen to that. Amen. And that is where God wants to take you in this season. A higher place. A higher place. You know, like we have learned from PW about the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God in us that empowers us, you know, to enjoy all that Jesus for us on the cross of Calvary. Holy Spirit is the one that empowers us to do things according to God's will. It is very important. So if you look at, if you combine the two together this morning, you know, it is the Holy Spirit, it is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit as an excellent spirit that helps us and takes us to a higher ground. And that is going to be your portion this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, like you know, Holy Spirit is God himself. He's the third person of the Trinity. And like Pastor has told us several times, he can manifest himself in several ways. So this, this today we are looking at him manifesting as an excellent spirit in us. And that will be your portion. He will manifest that in your life today in the mighty name of Jesus. We just like we have read, you know, in the text that we just read about Daniel. Daniel has an excellent spirit. The Bible says he distinguished himself. He did not just do it because he's smart. Because the Bible says there was an excellent spirit in him. You know, that was why he was promoted. The Bible says the king promoted Daniel because he found that there's something unique about this man. He has an excellent spirit that makes things to work in his hand. Praise the Lord. The same thing happens to Joseph. Remember the story of Joseph? Joseph was a slave. In fact, Joseph was put in the pit before he was sold to slavery. When he was sold to slavery, he became a slave in Egypt in the house of Potiphar. So many things happened to him, you know, that led him to be taken to the prison. Right from the prison, despite and in spite of what Joseph had gone through, you know, that spirit of excellence was still upon him. The Bible says he became the prime minister of Egypt. God raised him from the bottom pit, you know, through being a slave, through being a prisoner, and took him to a higher ground. In this season, as you connect with God in this season, he will take you to a higher ground. You will not miss your higher grounds in the mighty name of Jesus. It does not matter what you are going through right now. It does not matter your status right now. God has a plan for you, and that plan will be fulfilled in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Brethren, life is about choices. It is about choices. It is not by chances. It is about choices. 
That is why we need to make a choice. We need to make a choice to step into the higher ground that God has for us. If you look at the story of Daniel that we just said, the Bible said Daniel, he proposed in himself, he made, a, he, you know, he made a proposal by himself. He said, I'm not going to be giving to all the king's delicacies. I don't want anything that is going to tamper with, with, my, with my flesh. I want to still remain who I was. I know who I was. I'm a child of God. He said, Take away your king delicious, just give me ordinary vegetables. He proposed him in himself. Because he could have eaten all those two, you know, and that would have defied him. He said, I don't want to defy my body. The same way with Joseph, he also made a choice. You know, you remember the story when Potiphar wife said, Oh, come and lie with me, go in with me. He said, No, never. I cannot trade my destiny with a temporary lust of the flesh. No way, no way. I'm a child of God. Oh, I have to fulfill destiny. I have had a dream. That dream has to be fulfilled. You cannot lure me into, into sin. I cannot do this against my God. Praise the Lord. And this is what you and I need to do. We need to get to that position. We have, we have to make a choice. What we want to do. We have to make sure our lives is in line with the will of God. Praise and that we empower us to do that in the mighty name of Jesus. So God is a God of excellence. He's a God of abundance. God hates mediocrity. He's not a God of average. It does not matter what somebody is telling you, you know, you know, everybody is just working as an average. No, that is not the plan of God for you. No. God is not a God of average. He's not a God of average. So I want us to have that at the back of our mind. So stepping into higher ground is a choice that you and I, we need to make. We need to make it. It is when we cooperate with the will of God in our lives that it happens but if we do not cooperate with the will of God, because it is we that we go to higher ground, then what that means is that we are the one limiting God from fulfilling our destiny, and that will not be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. One thing about making a choice is that if you make a choice, you know, you will, you will guide it jealously. You want to keep at it. You want to keep it. You, want, you don't want to flow, fall, fall below that level. And you will do everything in your capacity to make sure it continues to grow. It continues to grow. Because levels, you know, they are indeed, you know, they are indeed, they are different levels. They are at different levels. There is always the next level. I don't know what level you think you are now. You believe, oh, I have arrived. No, this is my resting place. It is not your resting place. There is still a higher ground for you. I said there is still a higher ground for you. There is still the next step for you. And you will get there in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So let's quickly look, look at what is God's plan for his church. When I say what is God's plan for his church, you and I, we are the church. We are the church. What is his plan for, for us? The Bible says... God, his plan for church is God wants us to be the head and not the tail. He wants us to be above and never beneath. This Romans chapter 20 verse 13. The Bible says, and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and shall not be beneath. This is your portion. Say amen to that. Amen. What, what, is other, what are the other plans of God for his church? Is to see, is to say for the church to be set 
on a hill. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. Matthew, Matthew chapter 5. The Bible says, you are the light of the world. Can you see that? A city that is set on the hill can, cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. It's a boat on a lampstand. For it shall give light to all that are in the house. Verse 16. The Bible says, therefore, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. No, higher ground is your place. Higher ground is your place. That's why God say, you know, a city that is set above the hill that cannot be hidden. From today, you will no longer be hidden. Your destiny will not be hidden. Your talent will not be hidden. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, you will be a light to your generations. In the name of Jesus Christ. Absolutely, absolutely. So, looking at that, it's a place that God wants us to be as his children. Remember, if you are standing on top of a mountain, you can see very well. You can see. You can see very, very well. You, can, you, you will stand, you know, outside of a crowd. You are, people begin to see you. You can connect. You know, in higher ground, there is no network failure. Praise the Lord. You can connect up quickly. You know why? Because your location will determine your allocation. It is true. Your location will determine your allocation. Even the government, the way they allocate resources, if you, if you live within the elite like you live, you know, it, there's no network failure there. But in some country where you get to some suburb, you, the network is not really connecting. Like, hello, hello, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. But when you're on the other ground, your network is, is solid. It is full bar. In the name of Jesus, praise the Lord. And that is where God is going to take you in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. It's a place where you can see where others are not seeing. Yeah, you will see what others, they don't have the opportunity to see. A place of influence, a place of strength. That is what God will do for you in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. What are the other plans that God has for his church? The Bible says, you know, he wants his people to have good success. Good success. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. The Bible says in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, say, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written. When you will make your way, then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. And you see that? It is the, it is the will of God for his church to have good success. I like the story that we just read, you know, in the book of, uh, in the book of the Genesis, talking about the story of Joseph. I want us to quickly look at Genesis chapter 39. Genesis 39, let's look at verse 2 to 5. To five. 39 verse 2 to 5. The Bible says the Lord was with Joseph. He was a successful man and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. How can you be a slave in the house of your master? And the Bible says you are still successful. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Verse 3. The Bible says, And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did prosper in his hand. There is a unique grace upon Joseph. That is the reason. And that is who you are. That is exactly who you are. There's a unique grace upon your lives. Praise the Lord. Verse 5. So Joseph found favor in the sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house as a slave. How can a slave be an overseer of somebody's house? Praise the Lord. That is to tell you, you know, this spirit of excellence that we are talking about. It is very critical to our destiny. And the Lord will release it to us in the mighty name of Jesus. If you also look at the story of uh, Laban and Jacob in Genesis chapter 30, verse 27. Genesis chapter 30, verse 27. Remember Genesis 30, 30, and verse 27. The Bible says, And Laban said to him, He said to Jacob, Please stay, I have found favor in your eyes. And for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. Can you see that? He said, Look, Jacob, since you came to my household, everything has changed. I don't know how you are doing it, but I know there's something unique about you. You know, the, my administration, the way I take care of my flocks, everything has changed. I make more profit now. I have peace of mind. Everything is just working. How you are doing it, I don't know, but please, I don't want you to go. In fact, if you go to the next one, and Laban sent to him, please stay. He said, name your wages. Whatever is your wages. He said, name your wages. He said, I will give it. I don't care. Because I'm enjoying the favor of God upon your life. That is what the spirit of excellence can do. Praise the Lord. And that's exactly what you and I have. That is what, the way God wants us to, you know, to showcase his glory everywhere we are. In your office, in, with your, in your business, everywhere you are. If the moment people join hands with you, they should begin to see that things have changed. Since I started this business with this fellow, everything has just changed. I don't know how it's working. When we apply for this, it is granted. When we apply for this, it is approved. When we say this, it is done. And that will be your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So right now, I just want us to quickly look at the characteristics of the spirit of excellence. What are the characteristics of the spirit of excellence? The first one I want us to look at this morning is that it, it, it gives us clarity of vision. Clarity of vision. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 2 to 3. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 2 to 3. Then the Lord said, and the Lord answered me, was talking to Habakkuk, and said, write the vision, make it play on tablets, that he may run who reads it. Verse 3, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but, the end, but at the end it will speak. It will not lie, though it tarries, it says, wait for it. Praise the Lord. You know, Clarity of vision, you know, when we have the Spirit of God on the inside of us, it makes us to have clarity of vision. You know, because the vision, when it is revealed to us by the Holy Spirit, is already in line with the will of God. So we have clarity. We know precisely where we are going. We have clarity. There is no guesswork here. We know precisely. And God is going to lead you step by step how to achieve that vision. And that is going to be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. 
What is the next one? The next one is a mindset. It gives us a mindset that believes in continuous progress. It gives us a mindset that believes in continuous progress. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. For but the path of the just is like a shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The Bible says, look at the way the, the, that verse was written. It says the path of the just. It did not say the path of everyone. The path of the just. Who are the just? People who have right standing with God. People that are righteous. He said it is their path. It must keep on shining and shining and shining unto the perfect day. So God does not want us to have one progress today, another backward tomorrow. No, that is not the will of God. It's what has said it, that it has to be progressive. And that will be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, I remember uh, one, one time, you know, when I finished my national youth service in Nigeria, and we were looking for a job, you know. Nearly you finish the service, everybody is thrown to the open market. And I had some of my colleagues say, oh, you know, tough, job is very tough right now. We can't get a job. Whatever you just get, just stay there because it's very tough. Before we came out, you know, there's so many thousands in the market already. And I was like, I was looking at them. I was like, hmm, okay, I hear. Truly, I got a job, but that was not the job I wanted then. I had a job, you know, as an account assistant, you know, something like that because I'm trained as an accountant. So... I started the job, and um, I just look at, you know, they gave me this big ledger kind of thing to record this, to record that. I'm like, ah, this is not my place. Do bank reconciliation. I go to bar and do the reconciliation. It balances. They don't even do double, you know, debit and credit. So, praise the Lord. So, in all of our meetings, I would tell my boss, I'm like, Oh, um, thank you so much. So when are we going to start preparing budgets and cash flow and, uh, you know, begin to look at various analyses and then what is your, you know, I'll just begin to say, the man said, Mr. Oluwalano, this is your big, big grammar. This is your big, big grammar. I don't think, I'm not sure you are ready to work in this company. You know, you need to go to a multinational company. I say, amen. I was saying to my mind, you have said so. That's exactly where I'm going. Praise the Lord. I'm very shortly, truly, because I was still doing what they gave to me, but I was also looking. And I got something, another job. You know, I got another job. Praise the Lord. So one day, I was just by, this, by, by the bus stop, and I saw one of my colleagues, you know. Then I asked him, oh, how's everything? How's your office? How's everything? He said, ah, my boss has been saying that. Since the day you came to this country, you know that you're not going to stay. Because your wife is not staying in this country. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I told him, I said, I'll move on. <laughs> that is not my place. You know? So he said, there was one meeting. He said, when I saw Mr. Lohan in his tie with his, uh, with his jacket, I can't recognize him again. I said, no, you cannot recognize me again. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So what is my point here? My point is that you don't need to stay there. God wants you to be progressive in life. He wants you to move from one level to another level. That is going to be your portion. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Because stagnation is not of God. It is not of God. We need to break from it. We need to make a conscious effort to break away from it. You know, we need to develop. You don't, know, you don't want to develop a doctrine around what people are saying. Oh, people say there's no job now. The market is frustrating. This is not working. That is not working. And that is where some people stay. They say, well, you know, my friend too, he has been half for since now. He doesn't have a job. I have to manage this one that I have. That is not who you are in Christ Jesus. The Bible says you are set above the ease. Your past continues to be shining brighter and brighter. Praise the Lord. Number three. What, does, what, what, what are the characteristics of the, uh, the spirit of excellence? It prepares us for opportunities. Second Chronicles chapter 27 verse 6. Second Chronicles chapter 26 verse, 27 verse 6. So the Bible says, so Jotham became mighty because he prepared his way before the Lord. Brethren, greatness has to be prepared for. Promotion needs to be prepared for. Opportunities need to be prepared for. You need to prepare for them. You know, there's an idea that says that preparation, when the preparation meets with opportunity, it becomes a success. But if we are not prepared for it, even when those opportunities are coming, we will not see them. When, even when we see them, we say, you know, I'm not able. They say they are not able, not you. They are not able. They don't have the capacity. They don't have what it takes. They don't have the required. Brethren, if you have to train, go and train. If you have to be retrained, go and retrain. Prepare for opportunities because God is not, he doesn't want you to stay where you are. He has a higher ground for you. He wants to take you beyond where you think you are right now. So tell your neighbor, prepare for it. Prepare for it. Yes, if you have to go back and retrain, if you want to change your, your, your you know, line of duty, do that. Prepare for opportunities. Opportunities are everywhere. Yes, I want to let you know, opportunities are everywhere, everywhere, and they are passing by. But the Lord will open your eyes of understanding. You will see them. You will not miss them. It will come to your hands in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Let's look at the next one. The next one is boldness. Boldness. It helps us to have boldness. When we're talking about boldness, we're saying that we're not trusting in our own ability. The boldness we're talking about is godly confidence. Godly confidence, the one that sees opportunities. We're talking about godly confidence that moves forward despite obstacles. Hmm. Praise the Lord. A lot of people, the moment they meet little obstacle in whatever they are doing, they say, oh, I know that people are, they are after me again now. I don't know, you know, this man did it, that one did it, why me? No, not why me. There must be the, that body confidence in you. That, no, this is not my place. You, you, you have to rise above the challenges. Don't, don't, you know, don't, don't. What am I going to say? You, you, you don't have to celebrate your obstacles. You have to see your obstacle as a stepping stone. You have to see yourself above the obstacle. You have to see beyond the obstacle. Praise the Lord. A lot of people, they just sit down there and celebrate it. I don't know. I don't have. I can't do. No, that is not what God wants for you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The godly confidence we are talking about it's not the confidence in your own ability. 
You are talking about the confidence in the ability of God. Ability of God. Because God has given you that. Praise the Lord. If you look at the story of Esther. Esther. He says, if I perish, I perish. Well, that is godly confidence. You cannot go to the king if you are not invited. The moment uh, his brother told him and said, look, you don't know whether God has brought you to a place like this because of us. Things change. He said, okay, I'm going to go to the king. Whether by invitation or by no invitation, I'm going to go to the king. You go and tell your people, let them fast three days. I'm also going to tell my people to fast three days. That is godly confidence. Godly confidence. He went before the king, and the Bible said he found favor with the king. He found favor. In fact, Vifafo said, name whatever you have up to 50% of my throne. That is the favor of God. Praise the Lord. That is what God wants us to do. He doesn't want us to just sit down there and just be romancing and just be, you know, graduating this obstacle. Praise the Lord. The woman with the issue of, of, of blood, same thing. He said, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. I know I'm not supposed to wear, be wear crowder. I know because of my situation, I'm not permitted in the city. But no, no, I have to touch that. I need healing now, 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 now. This blood that is flowing in my body, you cannot stop me. I have to touch the hem of his garment. He said, only if I can. And the Bible said, the moment he touched the hem of his garment, the blood ceased. Wow. What a godly confidence. I love that. The one that I love most is the, the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In the book of Daniel, the book of Daniel chapter 3, you know, when the, the king told them, you must bow to my gods. If you don't bow to my gods, I'm going to throw you into the fiery furnace. Let's look at what they, what they told the king. Daniel chapter 3, chapter 16 to 18. Daniel, the book of Daniel. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered the king and said, and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Even for somebody that was brought in as a slave into a country, telling the king, is that not rude? A, a battle line has already been drawn. But you know, this is what we're saying about godly confidence. He said, if that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fairy furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. Eighteen. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not, we do not serve your God, nor we will worship the good image which you have set up. They said, look, we have come to a conclusion. We know who we are in Christ Jesus. We know who we are. We know the power. We know the God that we serve. You are just an ordinary king of the heart. We are connected to the king of kings. The Lord of law. The one that is a consuming fire. The one that will consume your fire. They said, we are not going to bow. No, you are not going to bow. We can only, the Bible says we should only serve our God. And we are going to serve only God. That, that was their godly confidence. If you read the story through. They went, in fact, let's quickly look at it. 24, let's go back to 24. The Bible says, in the midst of the fire, 
Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished as he arose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselor, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And the answer said to the king, True. King, it is true. What happened? Look, he answered, I see four men walking in the fire, midst of the fire, and they are not hot. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God says, I will be with you. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. When you go through fire, I will be with you. When you go through waters, I will be with you. He did it. He performed it in the life of this world. He will do the same for you. All I'm saying is, have godly confidence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I love that. They say, even, even if this God did not come true for us, we will see no bar. They have come to a conclusion. Until we get to that level of faith, that is when we can move the mountains. Bible says there was fourth person. He was there. If I love the body, the Bible says the fire has no power over them. Because they are connected with the, 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 our father who is already a consuming fire. The fire that they are seeing has already consumed. Praise the Lord. You will, God will give you call the confidence. In this season, in the mighty name of Jesus, you will move beyond obstacles. Whatever obstacle the enemy wants to put in your, in your place, that want to make you to be stagnant, you are going to walk past it. You are going to move beyond it. In the name of Jesus, it will give you victory. It will give you victory. In the name of Jesus, if you can do it for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he will do it for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Let's look at number five. Are you enjoying something in this service this morning? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We must focus. He helps us to focus on the future. Focus on the future. Philippians chapter 12. Chapter 3 and verse 12 to 15. Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 to 15. This is, this is the, the saying of Paul, Apostle Paul. He said, not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, but what do I do? I press on that I'm a whole of that which Christ Jesus has laid hold for me. Let's look at 14. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing that I do, forgetting the things, those things that are behind, and what? Reaching out forward to those things that are ahead. We have to be forward-looking. That's what I'm saying. We have to be forward-looking. You know, that is why, that is one of the characteristics of the Holy Spirit. He helps us to focus on the future, not in the past, not what has happened. Whatever has happened, has happened. You sat for an exam, it didn't go well. Who cares? The exam failed. You never failed. You are not a failure. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are not a failure. You started a business. It didn't, you know, it didn't come through the way you, you have put all your numbers together. Who cares? There are great, great opportunities. It is, the, it is the business that failed. You are not a failure. You are not a loser. You are a victor. Hallelujah. 
You know, so that's why we don't need to stay there. We have to forget whatever has happened is gone. We have to move forward. We have to press forward. We have to look forward to that future because you have a glorious future and a happy ending. I have a, tell your neighbor, I have a glorious future and I have a happy ending. Hallelujah. No, I, I, I love this confidence in, in uh, David, King David. If you read the story in Genesis, when the Amalekites they came to besiege, you know, his neighborhood, they took his wife, they took his son, they took everything. What did he do? He didn't, st- he, just, he didn't just stay there and started crying. Lord, why me? You know how I've been doing this, how I've been doing that, how I've been. No, he didn't do that. The Bible says, what did he do? He encouraged himself in the Lord. We're not saying that little time will not come, but don't stay there, don't sleep there. You need to encourage yourself in the law, just like David did. The Bible says he encouraged him to serve the law, and he went to go and seek the face of God. Lord, what next do I do? Not why me, what next? And the Lord says, shall I pursue? Will I overcome? Will I recover? God said, yeah, exactly, go. So we need to seek godly cancer. We need to seek the face of God when we have a situation like that. And God will give us direction. Because you already have the spirit on the inside of you. He will give you direction. He will tell you what to do in the mighty name of Jesus. And that's exactly, you know, if you look at the book of um, Philippians 4, 4, 6. Let's look at Philippians 4, 6. What did it say? It said, be anxious for nothing. Don't be anxious because of the past error or the past mistakes. But in everything, what? By prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. The moment you do this, you are moving past that, 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 that situation. And that's God, God is going to empower you to do that in this season in the name of Jesus. It is our season of prayer and fasting right now. I want you to take it very seriously because... God wants to take you from where you are to a higher ground. He wants to empower you. He wants to take you to that greatness. That greatness that he has ordained for you from the foundation of the earth. You will get there in the mighty name of Jesus. The next one is one of the characteristics of the spirit of excellence. He helps us to understand the power of seed. The power of seed. Let's look at the, the book of Proverbs, chapter 11, verse 24 to 27. Proverbs, chapter 11, verse 24 to 27. The Bible said, there is one who scatters, yet increases more. And there is one who will do more than is right, but leads to poverty. You know, <laughs> the, the, the human logic, the natural human logic, the default of man is that when you give and you give, and you give, and you give, and then you are looking, ah, he's reducing, no, he's reducing, no, let me stop giving you. But that is not the kingdom mindset. The Bible says, it scatters, yet it increases. Why? Because there is seed time and harvest. You must see that those things that you are giving, they are seeds. When those seeds have been sown, they will germinate, and they will bring forth fruit. What you thought was depleting, was depleting, was going down, they begin to increase, and increase, and increase, and increase. Hallelujah! That is the way you walk in the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. So in this season, you know, you, God wants to make you a provider of solution, you know, to people's problems. So please, 
little act of kindness here is good. It's good. It's good. It's good. You must sow the seed of kindness in other people's lives. Very critical. It is very, very important. Let's look at the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 8. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 8. The Bible says, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord. Whatever you do, you will receive the same from the Lord. You know, I want us to have a heart of giving. Let's, let's, let's help our brothers, let's help our sisters, let's be kind to people, little act of kindness. Help people to review their resume. People are just coming to this country for the first time. Assist them the way you can, according to the ability God has given you. And the Lord will help you as you do so in the mighty name of Jesus. You want to make somebody need your reference for a job, he doesn't even know what to do. Step in and help them to do the reference. At least you know them that they are, ch- they are children of God. It's a child of God, if you don't even know much about them. As long as they are not frustrated, praise the Lord. So you help them, you help them. And the Lord will help us as we do that in the name of Jesus. Let's quickly look at Galatians chapter 6, verse 10. Galatians chapter 6, verse 10. The Bible says, therefore, as we have opportunities, all of us, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Everybody here, we are in the household of faith. The Lord will empower you. He will increase you to be a blessing to others. The Lord will bless you to the extent that you also be a blessing to others. That is why God says you are the light of the world. He said, said, let your light shine that men may see. In this season, your light will shine. Men will see. No families, they will wake up one morning and will say, ah, I just thank God for that brother. I just thank God for that sister. That will be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Finally, in this segment, I want to give us one more. Number seven. It helps us to properly align our priorities. It helps us, he helps us, you know, the spirit of excellence helps us to properly align our priorities. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 27. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 27. The Bible says, prepare your outside work. Make it fit for yourself in the field, and, after, and afterward, build your house. Align property. First, you have to prepare. Number two, make it fit, then afterwards you build. So there's always a process. There's always a process. Let's also look at Matthew chapter six, verse 33. Matthew chapter six, verse 33. Bible says, but seek first the kingdom of God. Oh my God. And his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. In fact, I want us, let's look at verse 31. I want to start from verse 31 of that verse. 31. The Bible says, therefore, do not worry. Say, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? 32. But for after all these things, the Gentiles, they seek. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. Verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You know, the Lord, we will not have misplaced priorities in Jesus' name. That is the guidelines of heaven. Remember, we are citizens of heaven. If we are citizens of heaven, then we have to behave like citizens of heaven. The Bible says, 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God. All the food we are looking for, the houses we want to buy, the houses we want to build, they say it shall be added. It shall be added. That is why I want to encourage every one of us, you know, just like we have been having in our prayer and fasting session, seeking the Lord. Very important. It is very, very important. Seek him in the morning. Seek him at noon. Let every member of your family seek the Lord. And your life will never remain the same again. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Right, right now, let's quickly look at how do I receive the spirit of excellence? How do I receive the spirit of excellence? The f- number one point here I want to look at is that you must prepare your heart. Prepare your heart. Prepare your heart. Second Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9. Prepare your heart. The Bible says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole world to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. He is loyal to him. In this you have done. God is looking to the heart of people that are loyal. So we have to prepare our heart for the Lord. You know, preparing our heart for the law is, if there is a preparation that is required, meditating daily on the word of God, doing according to the will of God, you know, making it ready so that the Holy Spirit can dwell and begin, you know, to, to exercise, to, 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 to activate everything that God wants you to be. For instance, we're talking about the, the, the spirit of excellence. When Holy Spirit sees that, oh, the heart is prepared, you begin to ex- exhibit the spirit of excellence. That is the way it works. You know, our heart is so critical. God wants our heart. The enemy also wants to steal our heart. The world also wants our heart. But we have to make a decision that our heart is for the Lord. We need to prepare it, and the Lord will empower us to do that in the mighty name of Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. It says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, Whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are of lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. That is how we need to do it. Prepare our heart for the Lord. The Lord will empower us to do that in the mighty name of Jesus. The next one, how do we receive the spirit of excellence? We need humility. Humility to receive. Humility to receive. James chapter 4, verse 6. Humility. We have to go before the Lord in humility. We have to go before. James chapter 4, verse 6. The Bible says, It gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God resists the proud, but it gives grace to the humble. We need to be humble before the law. For us to have this spirit of excellence, to receive it, we have to be humble before the law. We cannot, it, it, we cannot be arrogant. We cannot be proud. We cannot say, oh, I already know. I know all the verses in the Bible. I read my Bible every day. What else do I need? No, it does not work like that. We have to go before the law. 
you have to assume zero knowledge. I don't know anything, Lord. I need this spirit. I need this spirit. This spirit of And as we are going to pray today, we are going to pray for that same spirit. We are going to go before the Lord in humility. And the Lord will release that spirit of excellence upon us. The spirit of God that is on the inside of us will begin to manifest the spirit of excellence in the mighty name of Jesus. What is the next one? The final one. You must ask for it in prayers. If you need the spirit of excellence, you must ask for it in prayers. It is very important. Luke chapter 11, verse 13. Luke chapter 11, verse 13. The Bible says in Luke chapter 11, verse 13, if, there, if, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more would your father, your heavenly father, give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? If you ask him, Lord, this is what I need from you. The Bible says, ask, it shall be given. Seek, you will find. Knock, the door shall be opened unto you. He says, you have not, because what? You ask not. So we need to ask God in prayers. Lord, I need this spirit. I need to be activated in my life. This spirit of excellence, I need it in my life. We will need to go before the Lord. Because God say, call on me. I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty that you never know. If we don't call on God, if we don't go to God, how are we going to get it? We have to communicate with our Father. We have to communicate with God. We have to tell Him what we need. You know, I like the book of James 1.5. He talks about, you know, he says, does any man lack wisdom? He says, let me ask. All you need to do is ask Him. We're going to ask Him. Lord, I just, this is what I need. And as we do that today, in the mighty name of Jesus, we will receive the spirit of excellence in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you today. If God can do it in the life of Daniel, if he can do it in the life of Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, if he can do it in the life of Joseph, oh, that spirit of excellence, he will release upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. In this season of prayer and fasting, as you seek the face of God day and night, the Lord will hear you. He will take you to great, higher great he will take you to higher grounds in the name of Jesus. Our Father, you know, is not a, he's not a God of one person. He's a God of all. He said, whatever I say to one, I say to all. If he can do it for Daniel, he can do it for Joseph, he can do it for Shadrach. Oh, you know, we, 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 are, we are very lucky because, you see, we have a better covenant based on better promises. He will do that for you in the name of Jesus. In this season, he will do that for you in the name of Jesus. In this season, he will do that for you in the name of Jesus. Oh, your testimony will be that I am moved. I am moved. I am seated above, far above, in the name of Jesus. We have to be comfortable in higher grounds. Because that is your place. Tell your neighbor that is your place. You have to be comfortable. Yes, that is where God wants you to be. And he will do that in your, in your life in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. We appreciate you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Thank you, Father, because you're a good father. 
Thank you, O God of heaven, Lord, for giving us your Holy Spirit. Thank you, O God, because, Lord, as we have asked, O God, this morning, a fresh deposit, we want the manifestation of the spirit of excellence in our lives. That everywhere we go from today, O God, we will manifest that spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, if you can do it, O God, in the life of Daniel, if you can do it, O God, in the life of Joseph, if you can do it, O Lord, in the life of Jacob, if you can do it in the life of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, O God of heaven, we are your children. We are asking, O God, for a fresh deposit this morning, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Beginning from today, our life will never remain the same. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, O God of heaven, because everywhere we go, everywhere we are, O God, they will see our light. Our light will shine. It will shine. It will shine. It will shine. In the name of Jesus. Our light will be a blessing to others. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. This is the end of the message. We are sure that you have been blessed. For more information, please visit our website at www.houseofpraise.ca. God bless you.